Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. G'day legends, DT's the road, DT's the road, oh yeah, this is one here, coach of the Wand Dogs, and I am going to jump in every day of this Amy Community Series and drop a podcast in the morning, and this is your first one, because we saw our first Amy Community Series game last night, and that was Collingwood and Richmond, no one really cares about the result, the Pies won. Continue on their merry way. Do they go and win the flag again? Who knows? Who actually really cares? Because all we care about is checking out all the things for AFL Fantasy. So uh, if you haven't jumped on this feed before and subscribed, make sure you do, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll be dropping a few different things here throughout the year. So, yeah, just stay tuned. But obviously every day here for the next uh, few days while the Amy Community Series is on, I'm going to have a bit of a crack at doing a, a bit of a quick short pod that people can jump on and maybe get those takeaways from the game. Sort of the day after they are, we'll be doing our normal sort of wrap at the end of the Amy Community Series via our traders stuff. So make sure you're back in on that because that's going to be pretty awesome too because we'll be bouncing some ideas. These are pretty much my fresh ideas and what are coming out of my head as we go. So let's go through a few key players of interest I'm going to start with the Pies and probably the first one that I was really looking at um, because these two teams have that early buy. So they're a tough uh, a tough team or tough pair of teams to be looking at. So Finlay McRae is someone that we have all had to have considered and possibly sit in quite a few teams. Almost a quarter of teams have him. So... Um, yeah, basically, he wasn't in their mix to begin with, so he didn't get on until basically halfway through the third quarter, which is, um, yeah, well, that's a line through him for me at this point, although when he came on, he was all right. He found the ball 10 times, so that sort of helped to get 28 points in, you know, a quarter and a half or so. He had that uh, 36% time on ground for that, so when he was out there, he sort of pretty much stayed out there too, got CBAs, which is important in that, and so you can see that he was right up there with their CBA count, one of the things that'll... Tip for 
for people at the end of the games, a little bit after what you'll be able to see is um, if you go in the AFL Match Centre on the app and you'll go into the game and from there click on the advanced stats and you can have those different stat categories and uh, one of those is CBAs. So have a look at that and basically you'll see you can click each quarter as well and he was right in there for those CBAs there but from the eye test because you're going to have limited CBAs in a quarter that's just the nature of the beast but that was what his role was and they found him a fair bit on the outside too like he was sort of there but didn't take any marks in that so that's something obviously to be aware of he did get a free kick for remember seeing that out there uh, right out close to the boundary line on the wing but yeah seven disposals so obviously can score if he's going to be out there but I think we're nearly putting a line through him um, even just where that is because one thing that was interesting in this game it'll be interesting to see how other clubs do this pretty much first half they played it as a 22 and that's going to be probably closest to the 22s that we um, are seeing throughout um, in these games I would say so that's something just to be very mindful of so McRae maybe we put a line through and Reef McInnes is another cheap guy at a rookie price that we may have looked at he was in the same boat he scored 27 points kicked a goal in that so he had uh, three kicks there and took a couple of marks but again he had 36% time on ground interesting one though of these guys that did come on so Charlie Dean had 37% time on ground took eight marks the big fella so uh, he really took his chance there as he drifted back and was able to grab a few of those. But, you know, game over when these guys came on. It wasn't really all about what they were doing with... um with the ball. A couple of other pies worth looking at at the top there. You've got Paddy Lipinski so he might be someone that you could consider and we've probably enjoyed a little bit of his fantasy game about him but um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I could really do it so these guys, as I mentioned, have the early buy but they uh, he's at um, $629,000 no one's picked him but um, you know, if that's a break even of about 70 or so, can he put some on that? Probably but, um, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. But, you know, if you kick in a couple of goals, and he did pretty well sort of racking up there, 23 disposals and eight marks. So it was a pretty nice game if you were really looking at that and considering that they did use him is pretty much the, the thing out of that. Players I really liked seeing, though, Jordan Degoe. He's someone I'm a little bit bullish on. I don't think I could really start him, but um, he looked really good. He might be one of those sorts of guys that you, um, you're going to get a value in draft. So he's pretty much got, what, 87 next to his name from last year. Is there upside there? Yep, there is in Classic, but it's one of those draft ones that you would definitely be getting later. And he looks really fit. That was probably my takeaway, and he's just going to be that inside beast he it was good too like all the little stat lines he was hitting there he sort of he took four marks had three tackles and kicked a goal in that so I did like that Uh, Nick Dacos he had that more midfield time so that was there I'm not sure if that's going to be a massive uh, issue as such for him like you know we we sort of has he has that awesome role obviously on the um on halfback when he's doing that, but he did definitely have an uptick in the midfield clock. So um, take with that what you um, will, but he dominated with 75 points. um, So he had 21 disposals and kicked a goal in that, but he did that from 57% time on ground. So they're one of the key stats that we do look at, the the time on ground percentages when we look at those there as well. Um, 
Other players that are on the watch list there, there's probably not many at all from Collingwood. You might sort of uh, make a little bit of a case for a few, and I know there will be a lot of people looking for drafts and stuff, but they're probably the key names that you have. Will Hoskin Elliott had 106, which was um, really boosted there by his 12 marks that he took, so that was that was pretty huge. Another big mark taker was Braden Maynard. Yeah, pre-season games, is that what that's about? <laughs> no, that's where you're seeing there. Let's go over to the Tigers then. And again, we're looking at these early by teams, but Jaden Short has got that role, and I think in a normal season would be all over this. So he was taking kickings, had the most kickings there for the Tigers, so, um, which was only three, but, you know, you are saying, oh, sorry, not only three. That was just on the quarter thing. Sorry, you had nine kick-ins. Um, had three in that last quarter. That's what I was looking at there. Whoops, make sure you click on the right tabs on your app when you're looking at that. But he was, yeah, the leading kicking guy. Uh, Rioli had four. And then um, sprinkling there, ones for Broad, Gibkus and McIntosh had those as well. If we're just quickly looking at the kick-ins there, Noble had five. So remember, he sort of was out for the final series. So whether he's in or not, that'll be interesting. Dustin Moore had four. Um, Maynard had three. Quayna, three. And Hoskin Elliott had one. So they were at quite a spread there. But let's keep going with the Tigers. So short, I liked a lot. I'd... Yeah. Pretty happy to launch into him in draft, especially. But, you know, I'd be probably all in on that if it was a classic pick without um, this early buy. That'd be that'd be great. Other players that were of interest to look at are like Liam Baker. So he had a bit of a role there. Um, that looked pretty good. He was being used a bit there. So um, I... Um, he didn't get the absolute midfield clock. He only had a couple of CBAs, but he was just roaming through the ground. So there could be some interesting things um, about how he goes because he's got the defender forward status. And a few people are keen. Again, probably a real draft one to be watching because he does have the dual position flexibility with that. But he, what do he have, 71 points. So, um, and, you know, that looked all right with nine kicks and 13 handballs. Kicked a goal in that as well. But, yeah, I, I didn't mind the look of him as as someone, Thompson Dow came out of the uh, what do they call him the match team the other day, you know, dominating like your CBAs for that. So he got a few there. So he was right up there. He was actually the this um, equal with Taranto with the most CBAs there for the Tigers. So he's a bit handball happy though, as you might have seen from his stats. So four kicks, sixteen handballs. So that fifty seven. Could look a lot nicer. He did kick a goal in that, but he looks good. I think that's one thing that's going to be... We're going to see improvement from him as a midfielder only. I don't know if I could really be going there. I know he's in the 400s with Price, but, yeah, it's a it's a big call to do that. I'd prefer just to go the rookie Price players to be working with that. Um, I liked a Dusty was interesting he was good he was um spent a fair bit of time forward as well um with what he did so he didn't really get that midfield clock that we might have thought he could do but they had all their guys back in there so Taranto and Hopper were there Prestia was in there too Shea Bolton got a bit of a um bit of a crack in there but I think it was a bit of a mix the big one I guess is Naismith now a bit of the reports recently have basically been saying that um one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nank is going to, well, the quotes pretty much from him was saying he's going to be back in the early part of the season or he's working towards the early part of the season. Whatever that means, it doesn't sound like it's a, <laughs> right from the get-go. So um, Naismith could be in there and can score all right, as we know. Like uh, a few people are a bit crabby. I think I mentioned this on the podcast the other day, but they um, he is quite expensive, and that's because he did average that 77 in the last season he played. I know it was only from a couple of games, and that 77 is BCV, so therefore it's almost a ton. So, um, yeah, if you were drafting Naismith, for, oh, no, sorry, um, Nankervis, for example, like – the, the handcuff of that would be a really good move to make, but someone might jump on you a little bit quicker. But, yeah, so he scored 52, um, didn't have a heap of hit-outs because he was sharing that with Samson Ryan. Um, and, yeah, so what did he end up with? 11 hit-outs, but, yeah, 69% time on ground. But, um, really, Mason Cox and Darcy Cameron had the better of him because they just really racked up the hitouts as they went there. Other players worth mentioning, Gibkiss obviously is a popular option for our back lines as that rookie price player in the mid-250s. So um, you can be looking at that, but it's probably a real tale of what he's going to score like. So 29 um, fantasy points he got there from his 81% time on ground. Only took the one mark, as which you probably want a little bit more. So five kicks, three handballs. He had a tackle in there as well, but... Yeah, 29 points, if that's a norm, if that's something we're going to see a little bit, that's not cool because he's going to be a super slow burn of a cash cow. Um, There's a few other rookies that sort of were named for this game, but yeah, again, they were the ones that came on late, so not real pretty. Seth Campbell had 23 points. He played 77% time on ground, but yeah, I don't think we're super keen on any of those guys there at those rookie price players. The Tigers, their their fantasy numbers were pretty low, so they had a 1,210 um, total score compared to Collingwood's 704, and that's probably a little bit like what we might expect in a in a normal game as well. But again, the Pies were a bit of a spread with their scores. Like They had two players score a ton, which was Lipinski and Hoskin Elliott with 106 each, you know, three of them in the 90s, another four in the 80s. But whereas the Tigers, Jaden Short with the 92 was a top scorer, then you had Taranto, 81, which they're, they're all fine really because when you're looking at the time on ground percentage as well, but then, you know, McIntosh, Bolton, Baker, the only ones in the 70s, and she starts dropping off a fair bit there. So I'm not sure um, that's exactly what you really want to be getting from these guys. So, yeah, that's where that is. Oh, Jacob Hopper, I've got him in a keeper league, and I'm honestly not sure what he is. He's a midfielder, and he's going to be there, but he's just not scoring. So there's a bit to learn, I guess, a little bit more about the Tigers and their game plan under Adam Uze. So, um, I'm, yeah, 
we get that cheat code of the round zero or the opening round, as it's called. So we had to see a bit, but we're probably not picking many from here. So guess on the radar, I think now Finlay McRae has basically crossed off. Yes, he can score all right if he can somehow find his way into the 22 and you're confident he stays in the 22 is an option, but you can't be too confident after that, considering he was basically on the um, – yeah, on the – bench for two and a half quarters so um, along with some others so that'll be something that we watch across these games to see how they line up with these 20 what is it hang on 26s aren't they yeah because there's four extra Um, so that's there we do have obviously a game coming up tonight and we are pretty keen on that one that is Carlton and Melbourne again two opening round teams and probably a lot of options there that we're not looking at Big one selection-wise for Carlton. They won't have Zach Williams. He's playing VFL, so it's going to be interesting to see where he sits now as an option for us, um, or if he is an option at all. I'm, I was probably never totally hot on him throughout the whole preseason, but this is really dropping things. Orazio Fantasia named in the forward pocket with that Ashton Moyer, who um, they, you know, I, I guess it's all lip service at this time of year, saying he could be um, fighting for that spot, but Moyer's an emergency, so he's not even in the 26. So you'd think that Fantasia is going to be there. We could all be talked into that, and that could be an option for us because um, if he's there, he he can score all right. Um, But, yeah, I I almost don't want to do that. Again, a couple of players that are missing there, like Sam Walsh isn't playing for Carlton and Melbourne. They haven't given Clayton Oliver a game here, so what that means for how early he plays in the season will be interesting. Um, The other big one there for Melbourne that is a popular rookie Type option um, at his, uh, what is he, 307k? Is that what he is? Marty Hoare. So, um, yeah, I think that he's basically a line through him as well. A little bit like the Finlay McRae. Well, actually, even worse than the Finlay McRae. At least Finlay McRae was in the 26, but Marty Hoare's not in the 26, so you're going to have to cross that off. We've got Windsor named on the bench, so hopefully he does start within sort of the 22 and he does get a bit of clock there early. That'll be something important to watch, but they've got a sort of few random names floating around there. So, yeah, we'll be watching that one. That is a 6.40 start. That's at Icon Park again, so the Carlton and Melbourne game be checking that out but there's plenty of great stuff coming along if you are on our patreon we'll have our um, epic pintcast coming out today which we're pretty excited about a bit of an earlier drop it'll be um, early afternoon for that one this week and if you are on our patreon you can see the details there for our Epic, epic, epic shows. We've got one in uh, Adelaide, so that's all on sale now for the 17th of April. And also our Perth one. So that goes on sale tonight at 7pm Perth time. The only way you can get tickets for that is if you are on our Patreon. So check that out. Um, We've got a couple of cool... Well, tickets tickets for the normal show, which will happen after the Adelaide and Bombers game. Um, You can grab those as normal and... um, Yeah, it'll just be fun, as it always is. But if you wanted a bit of extra fun and like uh, a couple of extra beers, we have a bit of a food and beverage package thing. So some um, basic beers and wine, I think, as well, and soft drink if you want that. 
with some canapes, and that's happening for two hours while we're watching the game of footy, so 5.30 to 7.30 um, over there in Perth, which will be cool, and that's on the 19th of April. So details there at patreon.com slash Talk. If there are any tickets left after our Patreon Legends um, snavel there's up, we'll have those on Sada General Public on Friday, so we'll have some more details about that if they are available. There we go. Talk there about the Collingwood Magpies and the Richmond Tigers in their Amy Community Series game. If you haven't already subscribed to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, grab, do that, click the buttons or whatever, and we'll be posting one of these every morning after the Amy Community Series, as it is. All right. Thanks, legends. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.